It was a lot of fun yesterday. Thank you. Good Friday morning, guys. My name is Jerry Miller, and this is Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us live in downtown Charlottesville on a show presented by Yes Realty Partners. We're very grateful for your viewership, your listenership, your questions, your comments, your concerns, and your participation. Questions always welcome. We will talk anything tied to real estate, life, and the pursuit of happiness through financial independence, which let's cut to the chase. That means just about anything. Keith Smith, Judah Wickhauer, the distinguished gentleman, a lot we're going to cover today on a Friday. Why don't we go to the studio Last day camera. of June, man. Last day of June. Studio camera in the two-shot, Judah Wickhauer. Let's rock and roll. Keith Smith, what's on your brain? Oh, I don't know. My, what's on my brain is I'm wearing a pair of shorts today, which I think is a first on Real Talk with Keith Smith. So no suit, no tie, no, no, ja no jacket. Summertime no attire. Pants. Summertime attire with my Birkenstock. So I may or may not have my feet in my Birkenstocks at the moment. But I wanted to start off. I know, Jude, are we able to get that picture uh, up, up? If not, not, not a big deal. But I wanted, to, I wanted to start off with a really important PSA, public service announcement for anybody. So if you should happen to own a gray Tacoma between 2017 and 2019, please leave it unlocked. I mean, just, just the, the power of social media and how many people you reach. What happened was, one Wednesday show when I left, I got in the wrong truck. And I posted it. You know, took a picture of it, no license plate, and all that stuff. And I got in the wrong truck. I was pressing the button. I was like, holy, this thing isn't starting. I mean, I like, literally put my backpack, my jacket, everything in the truck, and hit the button and it wasn't going to start. And then I realized I was in the wrong truck. But that little post I did just like blew up, man. And I mean, I had, there's people like Ray Cadell was saying he got into one that the Watching somebody, right now. That somebody, I believe if I got it right, somebody else was sitting in the truck. So look, I was just trying to have a little fun to keep Goofy out of your truck, which would be me. Do yourself a favor, lock it up. Otherwise, you know, Goofy might come in there. In my defense, for what it's worth, I was chewing gum at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Holly Foster watching the program. Holly, I love when you watch the show. The queen of Henrico, Holly Foster. Hey. She spends long weekends at the Boar's Head Resort, long weekends at Keswick Hall. She enjoys fine dining at the Clifton. She says Nathan at the bar at Marigold's makes a fantastic espresso martini. Doug at Boar's Head does the best old-fashioned and a good espresso martini as well. I will confirm this. Doug... The barkeep at the mill room at Borshead, my bartender, I am there a few days um, a month, makes, I would say, the best old-fashioned in town, bar none. So, Holly Foster, you are 100% right and all over this. What is your favorite bartender over there, Keith Smith? Well, bartender is a couple of them. It's the guys that work at Tavola. You know, but it... it Tavola's kind of gotten to like a cheers kind of thing for me. I walk in, they know exactly what I want. They make the one 
the one martini. It's a specific type of gin. It's it's uh, Monkey 47 or 47 Monkeys, depending on, on how you want to do it. Uh, and they'll, they'll 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 JD over there will say one and done and hand it to me. So I'm kind of a creature of habit. Once I find something I like, I kind of stick to you it. Stick with it. But I got to tell you, uh, Marigolds is on the way home to my house, and I might have to stop by there and get a cocktail every once once in a while. I like it. Beautiful place. Beautiful setup. If you haven't been there, you should go check it out. We had a uh, a client mixer. Um, at Marigold at Keswick Hall yesterday. 40 to 50 um, very happy um, people. One of our clients, um, John Kerber of Dominion Custom Homes and Charlottesville Remodeling Company. We had agents, realtors, we had customers, we had a developer, we had a couple folks in the financing side of things. We had the distinguished gentleman. We had a VIP and Judah Wickhauer in the house. And Judah. So, and, and, and Liza the dog was floating around there somewhere. We had spirits, we had good food, and a lot of fun. It was absolutely, truly enjoyable. So Keith Smith has come prepared with some data. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to know where home values are going, the man, Keith Smith, is a great source of the source. Keith Smith, I will follow your lead. Yeah, so, you know, we're at the end of the month, right? And we kind of pride ourselves here on Real Talk uh, with Keith Smith and Jerry Miller and Judah uh, with Coward that we try to get out the data before everybody else. So I've been working since 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, actually 3.30 to be exact, on putting some data. So I've got a book full of data because what I need to do is I need to write it out before I can actually create the, the charts. So next Friday we're going to get some charts. But I'll tell you, um, you know, we've been talking about this for a while, how this feels a lot like 15 and 16. Uh -huh. And when I start looking at each jurisdiction, it's kind of playing itself out as far as number of, of sales goes. But it's, it's interesting on how you can dissect numbers and they can spit out different things, right? So what, I, what, I, what we've been talking about, what I've been saying all along, that this is more of a micro market. We, we, it's very difficult to look at it in a macro level, right? So if we take a look at the car footprint, single family detached, no new construction, as far as value goes, it's pretty interesting. So this is Charlottesville, Albemarle, Fulvana, Nelson, Green, and Louisa, right? Okay. You can see values have been climbing up. So medium sales price, single family detached, the first six months of this year is 460. Last year was 432. The year before, 400, 335. And it keeps on working its way all the way down to 15, where it was started at 275. But then I wanted to look at each jurisdiction and then break each jurisdiction down. And this may not be very popular at the moment. Okay. But, but honesty is important. But the truth is the truth. Yeah. And that's why people watch this network. Albemarle County. Would you think Albemarle County's single-family detached, no new construction went up or down versus last year? This is year over year. Year over year. Well, just by taking context clues of your voice and being a fairly, fairly decent <laughs> poker player, I would say they are flat or slightly down. Slightly down. Yeah. So, Albemarle County, single-family detached, no new construction. 434 units sold. Okay. Six days on market, which we're going to talk about because days on market is going to become really super important now. Okay. 562. Last year, we had 497 sales, five days on market, 575. 
So I didn't do the math of the percentage differences because I just had enough time to go through all the counties and jurisdictions so far on, on Friday next week, we're going to have charts with percentages and all that stuff. I like charts. But it's interesting. From 2015 all the way up to 22, every year there was an increase in value, except the last, the, the last 24 months or the last half over half. So I was like, well, because what I did is I did my first search, including new construction, just to see what it is. So with new construction in it, it's actually an increase year over year. Am I making any sense? Oh, you're making sense. Keep talking. So 2023, so what, what's, somebody might ask me, well, how come new construction is at 793 and existing is at 562? And how come in 2023 we had 79 units closed and new construction and in 22, we had 107, and in 22, we had 686. So we've increased about $100,000 in new construction. Those are good questions. Whoever's asking those questions is a very smart person. It's like and, they woke up at 3.30 and prepared for the show. I see you are prepared today. I love it. And I had more coffee. I like it. You're on point out of the gates. And why? And the hair with the fan is looking fantastic. <laughs> I mean, you see that, right? Look, you should see it. It looks great. I got to tell you, it's, it's blowing up my shorts a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Can we change that a little bit? <laughs> it's getting a little, a little breeze on the table. Getting a little breeze on the table. Hold on a second, though. Let me change. Sure. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There's my Jerry that's smiling. I love him. Love you, brother. So, you know, when we look at the big footprint year over year over year, everything is, is increasing, but, sharp, but excuse me, Albemarle County decreased. And why is that? What do you, and, and I just want to debate this with you and the folks. I have my reasonings why, but why, why is it when I'm looking at Albemarle County? Viewers and listeners, why is Albemarle County down year over year? Single family detached, no new construction. So, yeah. so I want to be clear. We I, got answers coming in fast and furious. I, I know you do. I just want to be clear. I specifically pull out single family attached out of this because 78% of all attached, these are townhomes and that kind of, is sold in Albemarle County. So I try to look at the SFD, single family detached, because then we can compare how one county's doing versus the other. At some point, you're going to ask me about Nelson County, which is going to be the big shocker on it, which actually, whoever listens to the show, it won't be a shocker, but it will. James Watson, hello. Kyle hey, Irvin, hello. Carly Wagner, Bill McChesney, Brittany Gray of Stanley Martin, hello. Kevin Yancey, John, Dr. John of Pro Renata, welcome to the program. What's up, John? Stanley Martin is a big part of the reason this question, why? Why, why is that if I group in new construction, I have a $615,000 medium sales price for this six months, and last month, last year, was at 614, so let's call it flat. New construction in Stanley Mart was a huge reason, reason why. But why do you think? Kelly Jackson, Nikki Chambliss, hello, Richard Averton, Nelson County, Jamie Turner, Christopher Eagle, Andre Xavier, KTP, Carrie Griggs, Nathan West. Jo the list is the I, list I is just deep. did. I, I just did the math. It's this is a, what Kevin Yancey says in Waynesboro. It's 13,000 off negative 2%. So, down 2%. Year over year, Almoral County, single family detached, no new construction, is down 13 G's. 
Median, that's medium. Median, now. 13 no, no. Gs. We kick out the high, we kick out the low. Yeah. This is the medium. This is what we like to Kevin do. Kevin Yancey says, we have reached a point in Almaro County what normal people are willing to pay. Jonathan says that's on a different Facebook page, it's a direct result of the interest rate hikes and pricing out the middle class or even the middle upper class. Sarah says on a different Facebook page, the sticker shock is just too much for us to swallow anymore. How can anyone afford these prices and these jump year over year? Spencer, on a different Facebook page, he says this, because we are trying to save money just to buy groceries and keep our families alive. I'll say this. Uh, and we I, smile, but that's not that funny, actually. Uh, no, yeah. There's a lot of truth to that. Uh, a ton of truth to that. Yeah. John, watching in Crozet, the owner of Pro Renata, jump in with some perspective here. John, you're a businessman, and we respect your opinion. Um, I'll throw this to you. I'll give you my reason when you're ready. The interest rate environment's influencing things. I think there's undoubtedly a sticker shock where it's like year over year we're having these increases and people are like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. We also have folks that are willing to just stay in their houses that have a 2.5, 2.4, 2.25 interest rate uh, you know, and are just like, I'm not going to trade up and use this <clears throat> equity because it's seven points or more, 6.8, 6.7, wherever, wherever it is today. Um, but I'm curious of your thoughts. So this is why you need a trusted advisor, uh -huh. Nikki, all the folks that are in, in the real estate chain that's part of Real Talk with Keith Smith and the partner tabs. This is why you need this, because each jurisdiction has its different reasons, right? So it's really difficult to go ahead and group it into one reason why this is happening. I, I think there's a, a specific reason why in Albemarle County, and I think that is, is why it's just tied to inventory. The price points are what they are. They're, they're way more expensive in Albemarle County. What's happening, the people that can afford a $600,000 house are just getting new construction. That's what's happening. The new con if you take a look at the new construction numbers they're increasing and again this is all quick stuff that i've done some 3 30 in the morning i need a ton more work over the weekend to create some slides so you're basically saying the cost the values instead of, of me buying an existing home if i can afford a six hundred thousand dollar home i can afford a seven hundred thousand dollar there it is and they are going to new construction they get what they want they get the finishes what they want they get a brand new house yada 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 that's my rush. No, I think that's great. John that's Blair, hello. J jump in here, John Blair, with some perspective. You follow this as closely as anyone. John, jump in here. I'll, I'll, I'll throw this to you here. Folks that purchased existing... $100,000 jump, just so that you know, in new construction. I'm so what's the new up. construction median? So right year? now it's 793. 793. And the, and, and the median for existing single-family detail? 562. So it's a substantial difference. So 793 versus 562? Correct. That's 230 G's. Correct. Someone, someone, you're basically saying a $230,000 delta. Someone is going to say $230,000 is no inventory. Is no big deal. I'm just going to go new construction. There's no inventory. If there is something that meets my criteria, That's a hell of a delta though. I understand that. There's, but we're talking about a different buyer, right? When we start looking at the other jurisdictions, when it's 300, 400 grand or below, you'll find it as a steady increase. But devil's except advocate, for except for Nelson County, and folks are asking us to do Stanton as well. Uh, um, so I don't have Stanton. I didn't get that far, but I do have Waynesboro. But devil's advocate for the Augusta. sake of a talk show for Almora. Once someone surpasses the seven seven hundred thousand dollar loan threshold, 
You're in. You're in. You're jumbo. in jumbo. So these. That's a different buyer. Yeah, but, but you're not factoring. I, I get it. You're 100 percent right. You also have to take a look at which I did not do. How much of this was cash transactions, right? How much were 20 percent down? How much were. So when you start getting at this 562, 600, again, medium numbers, if I'm buying a home, it might be in the right location. The price might be right, but I got to spend money on features and conditions. Well, maybe I'll go new construction because I'm going to buy a home that I have to put a little something into. This is kind of one of the dynamics that I think is going on in it. And if you track the national data, since the beginning of the year, new construction has been ramped up big time. I have, I can tell you this time last year, I did not have this. I have one, two, three, four, five new construction clients working that are in, under contract moving forward now. I didn't have that last year. Not that that's a, you know, Weldon Cooper stat, right? <laughs> you know, it's just my little world. But so, I mean, some other agents that are listening out there, I think you're starting to see a little bit new construction ramp up a little we bit. have viewers all over crozet watching the program viewers in greenwood the thriving metropolis suburb of crozet i did not, watching I did right not break it down by short pump hello welcome to the show rich richmond lynchburg stanton welcome to the program nelson county louisa orange waynesboro augusta county welcome to the show northern virginia folks in tennessee north carolina welcome to the show i see ip addresses in maryland watching the program as we speak I'll throw this to you. This oh. is from John. Before you answer John, yeah. I, I'm having an ADD moment. Okay. A, a, a moment. A lot of folks are disagreeing with what you're saying here. No, that's, that's okay. fine. Uh, I, and that's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, we want it. We, yeah, will, we like that, that. That's a good thing. I, uh, what I'm looking for, we're looking for is some discussion, debate and, and discussion, discussion on it. Because look at the reality, there's not one right answer here. Yeah. Right? There's multiple answers. All I'm saying is in Albemarle County, there's a huge jump in new construction sales and numbers and in unit not necessarily in units year over year but i i th can tell from my world people that are going in almar county are choosing to build instead of buy existing devil's uh, advocate how much more buildable area is there in almar county for new construction second part very yeah. little we know the answer there the second part is the buildable areas that are left in almar county may not be the choice territories yeah. or geography so from my standpoint i would much rather get something existing in a tony neighborhood that's close to where i work and then spend some model money on remodeling the house as opposed to potentially from scratch we know this is, we know a pretty good remodeler right? we, we know a lot of them we know a lot of them so it's a state service company we got one. comments coming in fast and furious john says people are so house poor in this area there are limited funds to do other things. No one wants to live that way and worry about it every day. Waynesboro, Kevin, sorry it's greed. No supply chain issues, lumber prices down, double digit percentages, it's greed. I'm not necessarily so the city, that. Kevin. So the city of Waynesboro, uh, 108 sales uh, first half of the year, six days on market, 249. Last year, uh, 185 sold, six days on market, 241. Then we go all the way down to 15, 241, 186, 184, 165. It starts at, it basically starts at 124. So it's been year over year increasing. I did not look into new construction in Waynesboro or Augusta County. And again, it, you know, this is hours and hours and hours and hours of work 
to kind of get there. And I'm sure I'm going to miss some points, and I'm sure that um, some folks will disagree with me, and I'm totally cool with that. Um, I, the, I think this is a reflection of the interest rate environment. It's interesting. I think it's also a reflection of rising credit card debt at an all-time high in American history. Inflation is still running rampant. Groceries out of control expensive. Um, I think it's just we have been hammered by inflationary and recessionary headwinds for so long. I think the average American consumer is dying the death of a thousand cuts. And the death of a thousand cuts, I mean one cut at the gas tank another cut at the grocery store, another cut with prime and credit card debt being a little bit tough to manage. So, so, so it's, I get all that, <clears throat> but I'm looking at my market monitor, right, last seven days going back, and the last seven days going back, there was 103 units closed because somebody who sits across the table from me figured out how to, how to do this. I save these week over week for quite some time, going back two years. So the same week last year, we were at 105. So the, that's what makes this conversation interesting. Well, hold it. We've got all these things you outlined, but people are still buying homes. The Wait. same amount, they're closing on homes, the same amount as they did, did last year. Devil's advocate for the sake of a talk show. Are the folks that are closing on homes local to Central Virginia or a lot of the folks closing uh, on homes, yeah. bringing bags of money from outside the area and driving the sales of inventory? Well, that's always been the case in this area because that's just the way this area has been since 1987. Because that's a two been. different kind of buyer. Very much so, two different buyers. I can't tell that data, right? That, that data needs to come from census and come from stuff that we can't parse that out of our paragon where the buyer came where I can parse out what was cash and what wasn't cash that I can do but I can't parse out what the age group and all that stuff so that is um, something we would have to have conversation with individual agents because you would say an out-of-market buyer working for an out-of-market firm looking for a different cost of living or change of pace in central Virginia the out-of-market buyer cannibalizes inventory for locals and the out-of-market buyer working for the out-of-market firm is going to drive up the cost of living in Central Virginia because they're working for an out-of-market firm. Or they've retired from New York. And are sitting on stacks of paper. Uh, I, 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 I'm sitting here as a direct result of that conversation that started in 1987, right? There's a reason that we joke around this all the time. There's a reason Lake Monticello has gates, right? Keep right? the Yankees Keep in. Keep the Yankees in, right? So this is not a new phenomenon for our region, right? Well, this is, this is, I've been doing this for three and a half decades. This has always been, I made, my, I, in the 80s, 90s, in the early 2000s, you know, majority of the homes that I built were people coming out of the tri-state area, retiring from New York City Fire Department, yada, 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 sold their house. The reason it's a different phenomenon is the because... Numbers, the number's bigger. The, the reason it's a different phenomenon is because the out-of-market buyer moving to this area can now work remotely. Where when you moved here from Lake Monticello in the 80s, you to. did not have an internet service provider that allowed you to work with a Manhattan paycheck. I, I think we didn't even know what a fax machine was. That's what was. I'm saying. But now someone that's a Manhattanite can say, screw New York Absolutely. and how aggressive they are with taxing us. Let's go to Central Virginia, have 50% less cost of living, and still maintain the paycheck from Blackstone or BlackRock. Yeah, and I, I, I don't disagree, My neighbors. I don't disagree with any of that. It's just a, it, 
on a macro level for three and a half decades, it's always been that case. People were coming from outside in. That's been it. People from UVA went left, whatever they did, they made a little bit of money, they're coming back because they love UVA, they love this area. You know, we travel a little bit to much of your discrin, uh, or, uh, but you know, you bump into people and they hear you're from Charlottesville. I did, you know, because I wear my UVA hat, which you were kindly, kindly gave to me on wherever I'm wandering, and people will talk to you about UVA, great place, Charlottesville, to come back. But the point I was trying to make at, for whatever, the people are buying homes. We had the same equal amount of homes that sold roughly the same week a year ago. The price points, who are they from, and all that stuff. I can't dig into that at this, this point on that end of it, but that's what's happening. But these other jurisdictions, Brian Roy, hello. He's the developer behind Woolen Mills, yeah. neighbor of mine and a fantastic friend of the program. Brian Roy, I trust your judgment. Why do you think year over year, single family detached houses in Almoral County existing, not new construction, but existing, is down 2% in median, 13 Gs year over year down? And that didn't happen in Charlottesville, by the way. So the point I'm trying to drive home here is that this is the... I, we coined the term some months ago, I think the beginning of the year, micro markets matter. This is our vindication of that statement, that micro markets matter. You need a trusted advisor who understands these micro markets because the city of Charlottesville, 103 units sold, six days on market. And I want to get to the days on market because that's what's been scaring me here. Days on market at six, 495. Wasn't a huge delta. But last year, 2022, same first six months, 220 sold, so substantially less. Five days on market, so pretty much the same amount of days on market, 485. So we're climbing, not huge numbers, but back to what we were talking about, these two, two, three to six, you know, these low single digits year over year. 21 was 442, 2370, 366, 449, 420, 295, 275. So in the city of Charlottesville, from 215 to 223, median sales price, single family detached, has grown year over year, right? Some larger percentages, some smaller percentages, but they have grown on it. Albemarle County, and I spent a half an hour on this to make sure I got it right before I opened up my big mouth today. You know, my big mouth. You got a lot of people watching you. Yeah. A lot of agents. A, a lot of anger, you said? A lot of agents. Oh, lot, people are angry at me. Look at that. No, I don't. No one's angry. I said a lot of agents are watching. My hearing aids picked up anger. Hey, Jerry. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> Keep going, baby. So, five, I mean, the numbers are the numbers. 562, 575. Single family detached, Albemarle County, no new construction. New construction was 79 sold first six months at 793. Last year was 107, so it's substantially less, but it was 686. So it was a hundred grand roughly increase in sales price and new construction and 13K reduction in, in that. But every other jurisdiction other than Nelson County. What happened in Nelson County? Jesse Rutherford, get ready, baby. Yeah, Jesse's not going to like this. Jesse. Tell us what's happening in Nelson. So um, Todd Rath, if you don't mind tagging him, um, 
uh, owner uh, of Blue Toad Hard Cider uh, I, and a significant uh, real estate investor. And I, oh, I he's watching. I thank him uh, for helping us in previous shows with Nelson County because you got to have to carve out Wintergreen, and I didn't quite get enough time to do that today. So I'm. I'm I'm doing a caveat, Todd, on Wintergreen at the moment, right? So this is Nelson County, single-family detached. This is the whole county. I, I just ran out of time this morning to break it out on it. 2023, 69 units sold, 12 days on market, 425. Last year, 102 sold, five days on market. So we're up quite a bit on days on market, 501. The interesting thing, from 15 up to 2022, there was a repetitive uh, increase. You know, it increased markedly. But here's the thing about Nelson County. When we start looking at all these other jurisdictions, remember how we're talking about 2015 is like the benchmark? Yeah. So 2015, Nelson County. Again, Todd, I, I didn't carve out Wintergreen, so I'm just throwing – this is a large – macro look at Nelson County. 62 units sold. 148 days on market. 204. 148 days. 2020, 1920, uh, 1920. Whew. That, I mean, that was the year I was born. 2020. Nice job, Smith. Uh, 63 days on market. Charlottesville footprint, excuse me, car footprint, 2015, 38 days on market. Nelson County, 213. Charlottesville, 16. Nelson County, 213 days on market. Oh, excuse me, I apologize, wrong number. 148 days on market. I did break out Wintergreen. That 213 was Wintergreen. Seaville, 2015, 16 days. Outmark County, 30 days. Green County, which we didn't talk about, 43. Fulvana, 2015, 66. Lake Monticello, 70. Louisa, 47. Our friend in Augusta County, 65 in 2015. And Waynesboro was 82. So the winner for days on market in 15 was, was actually Wintergreen, but Nelson County. So we got to start track. This is a weird thing that's going on here. And I've been doing this for three and a half decades. We've got no inventory. Yeah. We've got a reduction year over year in sales. We've got sales looking like 2015. Okay. We've got prices increasing in certain jurisdictions. There's a couple that are not, that are not doing it. And we're at five to seven days on market. So if you're looking at, you know, the largest days on market is Fulvana County outside of Lake Monticello of 16 days. So that's just a weird, and that I don't think I've ever seen before. Because normally when you get to these low sales numbers, your days on market are up. Right. Well, that's not happening. And I can't tell you why. Well, I have some ideas. Yeah, okay, good. Because I've been talking too much. Uh, ideas. UVA's hiring, ideas, Paul Manning Biotech Institute. The University of Virginia said 2,000 new people from outside the area will come here with high six-figure jobs. Literally, UVA put a press release out and did a press conference that said, Paul Manning has funded in Biotech Institute at over a $100 million donation. It's going to bear his name. 
2,000 people from outside the area will move to this area with six-figure jobs, and a new biotech institute is going to be ecosystem. It's going to be created around this on Fontaine. Furthermore, data science school, friend of the program, Joffrey Woodruff, he is building a world-class yep. data science school that is literally coming to market now. Also, Ivy Road, the Kimpton Hotel and Conference Center, and the UVA Hotel and Conference Center are all opening. These are creating six-figure jobs for people. That's so why. You have a lot of new yeah. people coming here. So, so chemistry's working. We're on the same same wavelength. Mm -hmm. We, I can't remember what year because we've been doing this for quite a while, for over four, what, four years, over four years, that I banned the word inventory. Yeah. It's inventory. The, the, the problem is, not the problem, but the, the, the thing we need to navigate, where you need the trusted advisor to get you through, is inventory is tight, no new construction, even though in new construction's up to your point, and we're going to talk about Green County in a while, because they're going to be the rock star here, uh, I think, in the next 12 to 24 months. Um, there's not a lot of new inventory. There's not new homes being created, right? So, you know, the reason why new construction is so important to existing, we just talked about what happened out in Mark County. So people that are maybe not buying the existing and decide, hey, I'm going to spend the money and do new construction has a unit available for the person who wants to buy that, right? We realize they're 500, 700, that the price point is the price point. But from a inventory perspective it helps that it helps the existing market when new construction but nothing's being built right so june 12th yours truly is moderating a it's open to the public yours truly is moderating outmark county's developer incentive program can we watch it online um you know i don't know the answer to that That's that would great. be the first thing i would suggest well all I'm doing is showing up and moderating and other people okay. Are, are, okay. are organizing it. Uh, but that's a great question. I'll ask. Ian, you're going to get asked a question here because I know you watch the show. Uh, that's a great... That's a great... That's a great... It's a, it's a public meeting, so it's... Pr it may be recorded. I don't know. It's a great question. I will ask that question. Comments coming in fast and furious. Are you ready? No, I want to write this down because that's an important question. I mean, any any uh, government meeting that's not being simulcast. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm flattered that Albemarle County Board of Supervisors has asked me to moderate that. It's, it's an honor. As I said in the meeting the other day, I just hope I don't screw it up. Uh, you never do, dude. I don't know about that's that. That's why you get to moderate all these things. I don't know you, about uh, that. You are a magician when it comes to moderating meetings and keeping folks on track and getting to the finish line efficient, efficiently. You know who else is good at that? Ned Galloway. Well, so Ned Galloway watching. He's yeah, good at that. So Ned can't do it because he's on the board and that he was ex me. He runs a very efficient meeting. Very much so. Very, very um, much Jason so. Howard on Rio Road. We've dubbed him the King of Rio. He has multiple questions for you. Sure. Keith, are the Canadian wildfires going to impact lumber? availability and lumber prices is that something we should be tracking with new construction as the canadian wildfires are legitimately burning down forests so that's a great question that is an awesome question which i do not have data to answer i can give you my opinion for what it's worth off the cuff because you know i'm goofy so goofy needs to do what goofy needs to do um the question i think becomes on where the fires are I, somebody who's way smarter than me can fact check what I'm about ready to say. 
my understanding is most of the lumber comes out of the Pacific Northwest. And I think these fires are more in the Toronto, you know, north of New York state kind of thing. I think that's what's happening here. So I'm not sure if those fires have migrated to where the majority of the lumber is produced. Okay. That being said, if these fires are in where the lumber is going to it will impact lumber prices. Did I not answer no, that? That was, that was good. Yeah. That was good. Here, follow-up question from him. You guys mentioned UVA adding 2,000 new high-paying employees plus the ecosystem and supply chain that's going to follow a biotech institute that's world-class. Is there a way to see how many houses come on the market, both existing and new, in a given year in a jurisdiction so we can better understand how those 2,000 people will impact the area? And really, i got to emphasize this. The oh, 2,000 people are just with UVA and the Biotech Institute, they're also highlighting the fact that an entire economic ecosystem of other businesses piggybacking the Biotech Institute will also spring up here. That will also happen with the Data Science School. Is Ned watching? Ned Galloway, yeah. Would you mind tagging Sean Tubbs? Because he was actually... He doesn't What's up, get, Todd Rath? Uh, so anyway, I... Sean Tubbs, I'm tagging him. What, what do you want me yeah, to say Yeah, so at the Regional Housing Partnership uh, full board meeting... I want to say it was Wednesday, but I can't remember the day uh, on it. Um, I, I actually, you know, Ned runs that meeting excellently. At the end of it, we do something that I, I when I was chair, I implemented, which is roundtable discussions where each person kind of talks about what's going on in their area, their jurisdiction, so forth and so on. And I've said this on the show, and I've said this in a public meeting, what the Thomas Jefferson Planning District Commission, what the Regional Housing Partnership in concert with the Weldon Cooper Center should do exactly what the what what Albemarle County did with DOD the impacts of housing on the local government there was a white paper done by Virginia Housing back in 2011 if i got the years right where they talked about indirect direct induced all this stuff but you're spot on this stuff is coming and somebody other than the two of us, should put together a report on what this is and how it impacts all the jurisdictions, because you're spot on. The big difference between 1987 and now is working remotely. You can work anywhere. It's the, it's, it's the income, the job salaries of who's coming in, coming in here. I read, um, and I'll Again, I'll screw it up, Jerry. Um, the show it, is on fire right now. I saw it this morning. Was it yesterday morning? It was yesterday morning. Can't remember what it was. I get these New York Times and all this stuff that I think in San Francisco, a $100,000 salary, you probably track this, was considered low income. Oh, I saw that. I could put it in perspective. Got a... Uh got family that lives in LA um, that is legitimately clocking 700 to 800k a year and that uh, family is not living a sexy life not living a sexy life paying and we're the talking 700 to 800k a year yeah, and paying the bills yeah not living a sexy life but you would think 700 to 800k a year would be a sexy life but not there. 
We got to stop that fan from going back. We're talking gentrified neighborhood, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Comments coming in extremely fast. Todd is driving on his way hey, Todd. to Lake Placid, New York. There you go. He got a phone call from John, the owner of Pro Renata. He said, You better start listening to this program right now. Real talk with Keith Smith. And Todd is watching. Todd, here's something for you out of County. Todd. Year over year, Todd, year over year, single family detached, no new construction. 2022 versus 2023, median value is down 2%, $13,000, Albemarle County, year over year, single family detached, no new construction. We are asking the question, why do we think that is? It's a lot of data to interpret. We want to know why you think that is. Well, the caveat here is, you know, this is the begin. This is this is my note. Gwendolyn Gail Cassidy said, "Hey, how you doing?" Uh, the awesome. ca Canadian wildfires are shuttering sawmills and driving up lumber prices. So, she shares a link from uh, Reuters. You know, what I love about this show is there's people like her that are way smarter than me that keeps track track on the end. I'm flattered that one gentleman called another gentleman to listen to the show so thank you absolutely um gwendolyn where are you watching today where are you living here's the link she said she shared from reuters canada's worst ever spring wildfire season has forced its forestry industry to shutter sawmills driving up lumber prices and go. setting production back for months just as housing new construction has slowed due to higher costs and a tight labor market Canada has the world's third largest forest area and is the second largest softwood lumber producer, making it a key supplier of critical housing materials. The year's unprecedented fires have already consumed at least 4 million hectares, or 1% of Canada's forests. Jesus, I did not know this. 1% of Canada's forests is burned down. Well, the fires are blazing through Alberta, British Columbia, and Quebec. The fires have forced thousands of people to evacuate and undoubtedly will impact lumber prices. For example, Chicago lumber futures for July delivery have climbed 7% since June 1. Yeah. So this will be a trickle-down effect into new construction because the smaller builders that don't, do not buy lumber on margin, right, um, it's probably going to impact them pretty hard. Um, some of the larger builders, um, you know, such as Stanley Martin Homes, you know, they buy six-month blocks of lumber. I, I, I may have that wrong. It may be three-month, but they buy a certain certain block. So it'll it'll take a little bit of time to filter down to those builders to impact those price. But some of the smaller builders, you know, that buy from local lumber yards, um, that's probably going to be an impact that's going to be a little faster on that that trickle trickle down look let's 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 get it back to real estate right so if you're buying new construction with a production builder right once you sign it your price is pretty much locked in right they if their prices go up it's they're the ones that are going to eat eat the expense we talked about this back in the middle of COVID, right, when, when things were spiking, some of the smaller builders, and this is why you need a trusted advisor to help you through a real estate transaction, a new construction, we need to be very careful to look at their contracts, right, to make sure what their accelerator clauses or deacceleration clauses looks like. So what that means is if lumber goes up, cost of, of certain product, let's call it lumber at this point, goes up a certain percentage, 
the builder will eat a percentage of that percentage, then you need to pay the difference. So we need to be super careful, particularly now, since this information just came across the table. If you're looking at doing a custom build new construction contract, you got to kind of keep an eye on the escalation language and, you know, there's trusted advisors listening, reach out to them, reach out to me or whatever, and we'll help you navigate that, that path. Um, Todd says people are staying in place due to interest rates. He was surprised um, that the, uh, the year-over-year values are down 2%, 13K in Almoral County. The, the, I, the comments but, are but, coming but the in fast is, and if I, if I add the new construction into that, it's not the case. It's flat, right? So I want to be clear to make sure everybody understands that, that you know, I pull out new construction specifically. I do it for two reasons. The first reason is it skews the days on market because new construction always has zero to it, right? And, and I, I believe in days on market as an indicator of, of how the market is going. With the fact that we're flat in Albemarle County what days on market year over year it just tells me that there's way more buyers out there than inventory the price i think is going to fluctuate up and down a little bit on it but and the second reason is because the it skews the math right so if i look at albemore county that includes both existing and not we're actually at the same amount of of market value does that uh, make sense if you're, yeah it makes perfect sense you're on point i right know you're now. busy i'll i'll, I'll I've watched your fingers Oh, my flying. gosh. I'm trying to keep up with the comments here. They're coming in fast and furious here. If you got comments, put them in the feed. I shared the link that Gwendolyn just shared from Reuters about the impact of the Canadian wildfires. Thank you, Gwendolyn. Um, I put that in the comment section of my page. Gwendolyn, thank you very much for putting this out there. Um, so this, so, so this, is a, this is a forward-thinking thing that folks that are in the market, if they're doing new construction, particularly... Um, that's Actually, the key right there. You should explain that. Yeah, particularly with the custom build side of it. Because the custom is the small guy that's not buying lumber on margin or in bulk. That's, exactly. that's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you just need, we just need to be very careful what's in that contract and find out what the, what the acceleration clause language is in it, if, assuming it has it. Um, the same thing really doesn't change with the production side. The thing is that'll take so much time to, to trickle down to the cost of, of the units on it, but we should keep track of that. The big difference is when you sign a contract, Stanley Martin Homes, you're done. Their prices is locked in, right? You go through the selection process, so forth and so on, and you're done. New construction that is that is of custom nature or design build or something like that is not that that case. Uh, Caitlin Mancini, welcome to the show. Hey, we Caitlin. love when you watch the program, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Congratulations, Caitlin. Somebody is getting married tomorrow. So congratulations, Caitlin. Good luck. Enjoy your honeymoon. Caitlin Mancini, congratulations. Um, A little shout-out to my son-in-law, Houston, if you don't mind tagging Yvonne. Today is his last day as a medical resident. So after today, he is done. Congratulations, Dr. Houston. That's absolutely amazing. Well, he's already a doctor, but he's done with that what I call indentured servitude. There you go. Um, Nelson County wants the numbers, or excuse me, Todd Rath wants the numbers for Nelson County year over year. Days on market and median values year over year, if you could put it in a snapshot for Todd, who's driving literally up the eastern seaboard John. and listening to real talk with his family in the car. Todd, please be safe. Okay. Nelson County, Todd. This includes Wintergreen. So as I was saying earlier, Todd, thank you for, for uh, whatever, how many months ago, 
giving me the, 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 the idea or, or sharing with us to segregate out wintergreen. I just didn't have time to do it yet this morning on it. So I have a little bit of wintergreen data I can share here in a second, but I didn't go into, into great detail into it. Nelson County, 2023, 69 units sold, 12 days on market, 425 is the median sales price. Single family detached, no new construction. 2022, and again, I haven't done the ratios and all that stuff, is 102 sold. So that's a pretty substantial difference. Five days on market, so the days on market more than doubled, but it's still very low, yeah. low numbers. 501. So between 425 and 501. So 2023, the median value. 2023 includes Wintergreen. Includes 2023, the me median value in Nelson County is what? 425. 2022, the median value in Nelson County is what? 501. So we're talking a delta of $76,000. That's exactly Down $76,000. That is roughly, what, 17% so year the over year? So the last time... That's a significant down. So the last time in Nelson County that there was roughly 69 units sold, right, was, six, was in 2015, was at 62. So 2023, first six months, single-family detached, including Wintergreen, at 69 sold, and 15 was 62. Here's the difference. We're at 12 days on market now, so that's telling me we've got a bunch of buyers out there. They may not be moving at, at last, year's, last price. year's prices, but they're moving, right? 148 days. Todd, talk to us, Todd. You know that market inside and out. Todd Rath says, I, I am shocked it's down. It shows the low values are crashing in, I guess. I think, it, I think it's also this. I do have Wintergreen's this. numbers if you want to do Wintergreen. Yeah, I, we'll get Wintergreen. I think it's also this, Todd. I think we have said all along. I think it's COVID. We said all along as things got tight, recession, inflation, credit card debt, that the homes that were a little further away from the epicenter of employment, Charlottesville City, were the ones that were the most vulnerable. And this is fit what we have said all along. The second part of that is um, this hybrid work. You know, people are, are required to come back into the office a little bit. A hundred percent. Right. And it's going to be even more. And I think this is a, I think Nelson County's right now is a hangover from COVID. We've said this before. The rubber band is now a pear-shaped rubber band. It's a little bit closer to Charlottesville and pokes its way up to Kevin Kevin's part of the Kevin Yancey's part of the world, which is you know uh, Waynesboro, Augusta, Stanton. So it's kind of has that pear-shaped shape to it. But um, so Todd, so you know, I, I did pull out Wintergreen's numbers. I just didn't get a chance to do the math against regular Nelson County. So Wintergreen, first six months, only 12 units were sold. 24 days on market, 578. Last year, 33 were sold, so that's a substantial difference. It was four days on market, which is another substantial difference, and was at 600 grand. So we're we're about, let's call it 20 grand, on on the down substantially up on the days on market. The last time we you know were why around, that is. Sorry. You know why that is. Yeah, it's it's. A vacation community and people are selling second homes and they're exactly. not buying second homes. The, yeah, yeah. the affordability for second homes right now is but, not as great. But Wintergreen has always been like that. It's really interesting. In 2020, would you want to take, take a stab on the difference? Let me just tell you because it would be unfair. 2020, 
It was 118 days on market. 21 was nine. Well, you know why that is. Because of COVID. That's exactly, that goes back to my yeah. argument that this is a, a, in Nelson County and Wintergreen in particular, I think, again, this is just my opinion. We kind of know what they're Your like. Your opinion is on point, Keith. Uh, on point. Is, is, um, that's a, that's just a shocking number. That's more shocking to me than the 425 versus 501, right? It, it went, it dropped in 2020 from 118 days on market for the first six months of 2020 to the first six months of 2021 and 19, which is, which was nine, excuse me. That is pure COVID. And now we're starting to see those numbers reverse. Um, this is a great comment. And this particular gentleman is re requesting anonymity. Sure. And if you watch the program, uh, my word is my bond. That is why I get the information I do for these talk shows. Because the folks that relay the information to me understand my word is my bond. This gentleman said a federal agency announced yesterday that they will not hire any new remote workers yeah. and pulled the requirements that were out there for remote and hybrid workers. I request anonymity for this one, please. So, um, anonymous, anonymous yeah. we've been saying that all along. We, we, I think we talked about this pretty much this time last year. I'd have to go back and look at the shows that, that eventually we were gonna, this was all gonna go away and we're gonna go to hybrid. Look, that was a government scenario. Class A office space, it, people are paying for that. Companies are paying for that, right? They have leases that they can't get out they of. They have leases and that they are have five, to, They have to 10. explain to their shareholders if they're publicly traded, why the hell are we spending $40 million a year on Class A office space when no one's coming to work? Look, Jerry, I'm really not a smart guy. You are a smart no, guy. No, I'm not. I'm not a smart guy. I've learned I'm, so much from you. I've learned more from you than anyone in my life save my parents. And your wife. My wife. And you know what? Oh. You're in the fourth slot. Oh, really? It goes cool. dad, mom, my wife, and you. No. Mr. On. Ed Gillespie, I will say uh, my uh, pre-algebra, algebra, algebra two trig, and pre-calculus teachers in the top five. I'm sure And then the it. school of hard knocks. Well, I, I swear to God. It, I, it, it, well, I thank you for that. It goes I, my I, dad, I my mom, my wife, and you. You need to get out a little bit more. No, often. I swear to God. And uh, that doesn't include reading that I do on my own. You don't have a mentor. You had to have had a mentor. I, I, I do have a mentor. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. you're no, part no, of the no, mentor. Come on. No, no, no. So. I sincerely mean that, Keith. Let me rephrase this. He I do not have a formal education, but I have a lot of street smarts. You have a PhD in street smarts. Street smarts, yeah. And, you know, when I made the statement that I did that this is eventually going to reverse, which is what I did. I, I, we kind of called this that this was going to happen. Not kind of, we did. And I'm not, I wish it didn't, but it did on it. But eventually COVID was going to end, right? That COVID was not going to last forever. Eventually, and, and some folks and my good doctor, son-in-law, might actually say COVID has never gone away. It will never go away. But it's just not being politicized we've now. Just, it's just not in the mainstream cycle so, to scare people now. So let's, let me try that a different way. Yeah, okay, let's okay. say we've adapted to, to this, this reality. Okay. Okay? We adopted or adapted to There's this. There's no presidential election now. Adopted. Did we adapt or adapt? Adapt. adapt. We adapt. 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 We did, whatever that word is. We adopted. Adapted. Shit. 
It's the fan that's blowing up the shorts, and I'm losing Don't my. Don't you like the breeze? Uh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> duh. Hello. Oh God. Uh, I got to tell you, this is the most excitement I've had in a while. Oh Lord. That's a terrible thing to say. Oh come on. So so, so we're gonna leave that one alone. So eventually, I would if I was you. Eventually, it was we were gonna adapt to this reality. Whatever that was going to look like, that was eventually going to happen, right? We were not going to be whatever we were with masks on, us, us calling people via Skype. Yeah. Like eventually, that business model was going to change. Because we like human connection. That's exactly right. And we're humans. That's exactly right. And it's very interesting. I did, I did a, um, I taught a little bit of a seminar a couple of days about that very thing, human connection. But my ADD kicked in. <laughs> Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. You know, eventually we're going to adapt. Eventually, all these buildings that were empty, you know, whatever money came from the government, that was going to go away. All that stuff was eventually going to change. And all of a sudden, I've got 40 million thousand square feet of commercial space that I'm on a 10-year lease that I'm paying, the company's paying. Eventually, bodies are going to have to get stuck back in the office. And that's impacting these outer edges of this pair. There it is. Which is Nelson County. I didn't do Buckingham, but I can assure you Buckingham is probably one of the other jurisdictions. I would bet you Buckingham is down significantly year over year. And I could probably look very quickly and tell you that. We both know that's the case. Yeah, yeah. So, again, I was in a meeting yesterday with our team, or our partners. I don't call them team. It's actually partners. And I truly mean this because I've said this on the show a couple of times. I am so excited about real estate. You can tell because I won't shut up about it. I am so excited about real estate right now, more than I was back in the highest volume of sales was in our region. 2021, 22? 19, actually. 13, the single family detached, full car footprint, no new construction, the thing that we do all the time in... uh, Actually, between 18 and 19, it was 1374, 1380. Uh, Unit sold. Unit sold. 2020 was a bit of a job at 1231, and then 21 went back up to 1630. Okay, so 2021 was the highest. I'm sorry, you're right. I read my numbers back. Okay, 2021 is <laughs> the highest. I, I listen to learn from you. Yeah, ADD, and I'm dyslexic, so watch out. And people. he's got a fan blowing up his pants right now. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm sorry, 2021. You're right. I'm wrong. 2021. 2021. Right, so I should read my numbers. Before so basically, this is what Keith is saying. I'm helping my boy out right yeah, here. Help, help me he out, said bro. in 2021, I'll to steal a phrase from Jonas Smith, a turkey could fly in, into the wind. Isn't that, wasn't that her phrase? That, that was a phrase. Yonism. If you had a pulse, yeah. you could sell. In 2021. Now, the SHIT is getting hard. Hit the... It's getting getting hard. So the people need someone that have three decades plus of experience, Keith Smith... Or somebody else. Or somebody else, as opposed to a turkey that could fly into the wind. Yeah, and that doesn't mean somebody who got into the business in 20 to 21 can't manage it. I'll tell you, I was on the phone. I, I was doing numbers between 3.30 and 5.30 did a quick back bike ride at seven o'clock i was on the phone with two deals i'm trying to close and i won't specific go into specifics because i'm trying to close them today home inspections right i'm dealing with actually they're out of 
out-of-the-car footprint agents, we'll leave that one alone for the moment, thinking they're Class A general contractors and telling me that the repairs weren't done right. And now I'm in the middle of trying to get this thing all fixed so my clients can close today and move, move on. Which turns out, by the way, they're all domino deals. Of course. Of course they of course are. They are. Of course they domino are. deals, they have to sell their house to buy the next house. Whoever's buying that other person's house that they got to sell has to sell their house as well. Makes things complicated. But, <laughs> but that's why you need a trusted advisor. Yeah. So between the, anyway, we've, we've negotiated terms and we're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna close. But I had to educate, what's number six of my six items? Rattle them off. Who's on the other side? Who's on the other side matters. That's exactly right. Location, price, feature, condition, timing. It's all about timing and who on the other side matters. So I had to educate two agents that, by the way, got into the business in what year? I'd say 2021. Look at that. Look at, look at that, huh? What a I genius. What a genius you are. I just listen. Between 20 and 21. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should work on that listening thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're the expert. Yeah, We're yeah. learning from you. Maybe I should work on, on my dyslexia. Because what got me into trouble with that, so that you know, and, to, and I'm looking at them and focusing, on 19 is, was 1-3, in, in uh, 21 is 1-6-3, and in my mind, the 3 got flipped with the 6, so I, anyway, my, I'm dyslexic. Todd here. Raff says, another thing that's impacting wintergreen hey, is God. undoubtedly Please tell a me somebody very else is crappy, crappy ski season. They had a crappy ski season. Yeah, I, look... Wintergreen has always had that. That's always going to go up and down and all this stuff. Jesse Rutherford, que pasa, amigo? I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. Give Rutherford the year-over-year numbers. He needs to hear it. Nelson County, year-over-year, single-family detached, no new construction, median values. Keith Smith, 2022. I don't know if I want to. In the, in the case of self-preservation, I don't know if I want to Jesse, tell. Jesse <laughs> knows these numbers anyway. He's a board of supervisor. In 2022, what was the median value? Hold on a second. I need to go ahead and get to the right page, sir. So a moment. Okay. I don't want to read the wrong numbers and invert everything, right? So Nelson County, Jesse Rutherford, uh, first six months, single-family detached, no new construction, includes wintergreen. That's an important thing to get out there. Thank you, Todd, again. I'll keep on saying 2022. it. 2022. Um, 69 units sold, 12 days on market, 425 was the medium sales price. Jesse will remember this number because... 425 I, in 2022. What was it in 2023? Be succinct. What was 2023 it 2023 was 425. Okay, 2023. 2022 was 501. And Jesse knows that number because I presented him... Uh, year over his, year, Jay Rutherford, 76 Gs down. Nelson County. That includes Wintergreen, though. 102 sales in 2022 versus 69. So a substantial drop in sales. Last time, Jesse, we were in the 60s as far as number of units sold was in 2015, 62 versus 69, 148 days in 15, 204. But that does include green, guys. That's an important caveat. Real Talk with Keith Smith is going to have the Q2 sales data on the website by... Well, we're going to talk about it next Friday. Then. When are you going to get the data to Judah? When we talk about it. <laughs> so it could conceivably be up at Real Talk with Keith Smith by close of business next week. Is that possible? Now it's a short week because of the fourth. Um, 
It, even if he has it up the following week, because it's yeah, it, it, it'll be week. early next week. I don't. I don't want to. I, I, I don't want to overpromise. I don't want to. Either way, it's going to come out a month and a month or more advance ahead of car. Well, in defense of car, they are now hitting like the four to five week thing. They're much better. They used to be two months. So, so five so, weeks after the quarter close. Uh, four to five weeks close. Let's call it a month just for the sake of a talk show. We'll have it out uh, early to mid next week. So you will have it out in January, I've got February, a funeral, March, I gotta April, go to May, June. You're going to have it out uh, uh, seven days eight days compared to five but or six we, weeks. But we've been doing that. We've been hitting... That's respect. We've dude. been That's getting legit. numbers out. Yeah, but it's also easy for me. I wake up at 3.30 and I start working on numbers, right? In Carr's defense, Carr doesn't do this. You know that, right? Oh, I know. Virginia Realtors I does it, it in Richmond. So yeah. all that data's got to go there. They're, they're, get, they're getting middled. They're, 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 they've got, they got a middle person. Yeah, they're getting middled. Yeah, they got yeah middle. I totally get that. Yeah, I totally yeah. respect that. Yeah. Um, I see... Two dozen comments on Segura Solar. Do you, do you want to touch that? You do not have to touch that if you don't want to. Uh, I, I totally respect I need you. So to, I need to take that from a high Okay, you do not have to touch on that. It. High yeah. road on it. Uh, For those that want to know, can I, should I give them the snapshot of what we talked about uh, yesterday? We, we can give them, we can give them the, the snapshot of it. Maybe just leave some of the... What I talked about yesterday out? Look, the bottom line is, uh, looks like Segura... Is not going to be around. That's a fair statement. Um, and if you've got a solar system, I suggest you reach out to Tiger Solar and get them to either set you up for a quote or whatever to service your units. The math is the struggle at the moment, right? And if you've got a loan on them, who controls the loan? Who doesn't control the loan? We know it's not attached to the land. How does that get worked out? So... I didn't tell you about this in the pre-production meeting. I actually have a third closing today that involves solar. Doesn't in Segura, it involves solar. It's actually a solar array that's in the yard. It's out in Scottsville. That that company also went bankrupt. Why are these solar companies in such financial predicaments? And it's happening everywhere, dude. So I word on the street. Can I say the word on the street? Or you prefer I just wanted I not to, to answer that, but I'll make okay. a note and answer that after you're done. I I hear from a lot of people. Uh, one of someone that is literally managing the lease. I'll leave it at that, and I'm allowed to say this. I'm going to sit here and drink my the coffee. The gentleman managing the lease on the headquarters in Charlottesville. Passed along to me before yesterday's show, which was the news we broke. Roger Voisinet um, is jumping in the mix. I got some perspective that I can give you on that, Roger Voisinet. Um, that Segura had moving trucks come to the Westfield location on Route 29 and move out the office under the cloak of darkness, a la the Baltimore Colts and the Mayflower trucks and the National Football League. I get it. Took all the stuff, cleared the office out, and left. And now the head honchos and the people associated with the lease Nobody's at that space. Returning phone no calls. one's returning phone calls. Yeah. Numbers have been changed. Yeah, yeah. No one can get a hold of anyone. So I would I'm encourage anyone watching this program to go Segura Solar and Be Better Business Bureau and look at the hundreds of yeah, yeah. comments that have come in over the last 30 to 45 days on this company. 
They are not, they, no one's picking up the phone here. Yeah, so I, I'm comfortable with saying this because it's the fact. They used to be a sponsor. You, you should explain show. this, yeah. For he my was, show. Yeah, for Real Talk. For Real Talk with Keith Smith. Um, I could not get anybody to return phone calls because... Obviously because of this. <laughs> for months, right? Almost nine months. Nine months. Six to nine months. I'd have to look... I, I'd have to look at The man is too humble. I'll say it for him. They owe him 12 months of back pay, Segura. And he is a very nice guy, and he doesn't want to get in the game of collections because nobody does. So he'll occasionally make one or two phone calls a month, maybe drop an email once or twice a month, and crickets. I wrote it off, and we just moved on. 12 months he wrote off, dude. Uh, I think it was closer to nine. I'd have okay. to look in... My quick books. That sucks, but yeah. that is also very different than solar panels on a roof where people live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and this is not about me and what it is. What it is. So you asked the question why Segura maybe didn't work and why this other company, which I can't even remember the name of it, went bankrupt and we're now at a closing. And again, I didn't share this with you, but it just popped into my head because I forgot this is another issue I'm dealing with because it's a cloud on the title, right? And how we're going to go ahead and, and, and navigate it. The good thing is I got people like Bill Tucker working on it, right? And, and they've worked out, a, Bill's all about solving problems. Closure title is all about solving problems. It's all getting solved, right? The buyer's gonna be able to buy, the seller's gonna be able to sell. There's gonna be clean title. We've worked out a way to do this. There's a Roger Voisinet. Let me go. Yep, yep. Got a lot coming in here. I got it. So there's a reason why I think these companies didn't survive, and the reason why I know Tiger Solar will do great. You know what the reason is? They local, and they have to look at us in the face at the grocery store. That may be the case. Matter of fact, that is the case. But they started with a business principle. They know how to run a business, right? And that's the difference between some... So solar has been kind of this weird thing for quite a while that it never was, you know, they, they didn't have business people running solar. They had solar people trying to run a business. And again, I'm not in the boardroom of, of Segura and I don't know the particular details. I know when somebody owes you money for nine months and they don't return your phone call, Jesus. Yeah. that's just bad business. So that means they don't know how to run the business of business. I can tell you if there was an accounting screw up with Tiger Solar or any of the Sutton folks, and I sent a text or a phone call or email, I know within 24 hours I would have got a phone call. And hey, Smith, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. You're wrong. Hey, no problem. Or hey, I'm sorry. We'll fix it and move on. When somebody doesn't return your phone call for nine months, I knew Segura was in trouble. I can say that because that's factual. Dude, that was factual. You said it perfectly. And Keith, to your credit, those nine months, every now and again, it would come up in conversation around here. And for nine months, you were saying, something's going on here. <laughs> something's going on here. The so PhD remember this whole comment smarts. about not me being that smart? PhD in street smarts. But I'm smart enough to go, oops, there's a problem there's here. There's something going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got a little... But, but if, you, if, you got it on, if you got Segura on your roof, I cannot encourage you enough to reach out to Tiger. I don't know what their program is. I don't know how they can help you, but I know they service units. I would reach out to them right away and say, hey, 
you know, what's the process for you to come look at my, and we might, um, uh, the, the guy that's run the solar, we've done presentations for my partners. I'll probably reach out to him after the show and see if he wants to come on the show and talk about There this. are multiple entrepreneurs that are trying to do what they can to rescue this scenario, including potentially buying the limited brand and assets of Segura Solar for pennies on the dollar, there is one roofing company locally. Roger, I've heard that as well. There is one roofing company locally, and I'm not going to say which one so I don't screw up any kind of deals, but there is one yeah. roofing company locally that is considering buying the distressed assets that is Segura Solar for pennies on the dollar. I would advise any entrepreneur or any roofing I gotta company. I've got to tell you, I don't think Segura has the right. I don't think those panels belong to Segura. They probably belong to the lender, third-party lender that they use with that. The, the, oh, there's the, no doubt. The yeah, panels okay. on people's roofs, yeah. that's the collateral for the loan. That's exactly right. That's well, the, um, I, we don't know what the loan documents look like, but that makes sense. Um, so I know of two entrepreneurs and opportunistic invent, uh, investors that are looking to pick up Segura's scraps for pennies on the dollar. I also have this from inside the company that the founder of the business, and I'm literally reading verbatim, the founder of the company, You're Andy... reading from one, from what? Oh, from a text, guy. Yeah. The founder of the company, Andy Bindia, B-I-N-D-E-A, has skipped town, and the folks at Segura that are upper level are not even sure if the founder is in the country at this point. Ralph Main, the attorney, I've been told, has got a handful of clients that have Segura panels on their roof that are class actioning as we speak. Yeah. I, I, this is going to get ugly before it gets better. I'm just going to, you know, I, I'm not wearing socks today. I'm in my, I'm in my, uh, no Captain Obby. In, my, in my, in my shorts, which I appreciate the fan again. Um, it's a little creepy, but we'll go. Um, I just, I'm just smart enough to know that if somebody isn't paying my little fee that I charge for nine months and won't return my phone call. You got a problem. Actually, now that I think about it. It was nine months ago. Dude, it was, it's been more than nine. Yeah. Well, yeah. the one month that they paid, they asked me if it was okay if they could pay with a credit card. Yeah. And then that's when my light, my, my light bulb went on. I went, oops. You know, a little, you know, I'm very grateful and thankful for every one of my sponsors because without that, I couldn't talk to you and have fun for an hour and a half. This is a question I have for you. Hour, more than an hour and a half. Realtors watching. How will How do we handle that? A Segura home that has solar panels on the roof. How does that get home get listed today with the disclosures and making so, it aware to folks in the market? Yeah, so I, you know, there's a lot of smart real estate agents that are watching that, and I'll let them chime in 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 on that to answer it uh, from their perspective. I think from my perspective, you know, look. If there's anything I know about that's called a material defect, I have to disclose it, okay? Because you're an honest man. No, no, I'm required to disclose it. Right? And you're also an honest man. I'm required. If I know, now the question is, is this a material defect or not? <laughs> and I don't want to interpret what a legal material defect is. 
material defect, excuse me. I've got a Class A general contractor's license. If you show it, I could do everything from, I've, I've been doing this a long time. I can look at a house and know if there's a material defect, right? Windows, doors, the house is leaning to the right, you know. I've got the ability to know that. I just don't know legally. That's the reason why Bill Tucker, we need to get a hold of somebody that's way, way, way smarter than me. What is the ramifications of this? Because this is, this is new stuff, right? Ten years ago, who the hell had solar on their house? Right, Jerry? So I, I, I think this is a conversation that one has to have with their clients now since we're, we're aware of the possible class action suit and the possible bankruptcy of Segura. All we do know is trucks loaded in the middle of the night and moved out. All we do know, nobody's returning effing phone calls. All we do know is Sakura owes me nine months or more of money. And we now know that the founder of the business has skipped town and is out of the country. Well, but do we know that for a fact? I, could, I, I, I mean, I, did somebody actually I, say, I you know? Can, we, I, if I, I can't burn the bridge. Yeah, 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 I got it. I got but it. the person yeah. who passed this on to me knows for a fact. Has firsthand knowledge. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we now know the CEO is... Founder, there. founder. Because they've had many CEOs since then. So we know executive team is no longer around. We know stuff got shipped out in the middle of the night because we got pictures, right? We know that to happen. We know I didn't get paid. So, you know, at this point, there's enough of a cloud on this. If you have Segura on your house, I'm probably going to have to, I'm not probably, I will have a discussion with you. Say, look, we need to look into this because if we're going to sell your house, and we're going to put your house on the market, we need to pick up the phone and call Bill Tucker, call Closure, call these folks and go, okay, how we're going to navigate this, right? Why do I need to disclose what I don't need to disclose, right? How are we going to navigate this? Because if it's, if it's, if it's a, like we did in the Scottsville home that we're closing today, it turned out not to, not to be a title problem. How that magic is getting worked out is still in the process. But the bottom line is, is we know enough that there's a cloud that we've got to raise our hand and say, okay, let's figure this out. Did I? You handle it perfectly. There you go. I respect uh, your position here because, you know, you're. Well, I've got certain I know. I, I totally it. get it. I yeah. It. And you manage it extremely well. Like what you could say here on this show is very different than what I can say on the 1230 show. And I respect that. I respect that. I think you manage it extremely well. Well, I, the takeaway is, Here, oh, the takeaway is, yeah. if you got Segura on your roof, reach out to Tiger and say, how can you help me with my service? If you're going to sell your house and you're using Roger or some trusted advisor, it's probably a really good idea to pick up the phone and call you know, a closing attorney, a real estate attorney like Bill Tucker, and who's in closure and all these title folks and say, okay, how is this going to work? And it's probably a smart idea to do that all now. Not probably. I know it's a smart idea. Do it right now. To do it now before yeah. you put the house on the market because what you sure as shucks don't want to do. Is list and this comes out and then your house gets scarlet lettered. No. You're at the closing table and this pops up and now you can't close. So you want to get in front of it. It's no different. Let's try this a different way. 
Um, and I don't mean to call out Roger, but he's on my mind. And he's, he's watching the show. He's watching it. If Roger walks into a house and goes into a crawl space and sees some evidence of white fuzzy stuff, that's when you've got to raise your hand and say, look, we better bring somebody in to look at this and see if we don't have a problem. For two reasons. One, it's going to come up in home inspection. So we might as well get in front of it and get it fixed now, assuming we have a problem. Two, you're going to have a qualified person or entity or company come in and, and determine if this white fuzzy stuff is, I, w I won't use the M word, but M, yeah, M word yeah. on it. And, and then you have a solution and you move forward. So a smart real estate realtor, Donna, look at that. Good job. Um, would then be in front of this and bring in the trusted advisors or the sources of the source to help us get across the finish line. Go ahead. Um, this 1142, 1142, brother. I, I see, I see. Um, this just came in. Um, the founder fired the executive team back in November, then things completely tanked. They brought in a new CEO. That new CEO got fired after four months. Then their in-house counsel, Nathan King, was named CEO. But that did not work out, and he got fired after two months when he was caught paying himself and the executives before meeting employee payroll. Oh, lovely. Look, the guys that do the work are a month and change behind yeah. on payment. So the guys that are in the heat actually doing the work in the installation haven't been paid in a month and change. And, and the guys sitting behind a microphone talking and promoting is also a little bit behind. Yeah, you haven't gotten paid in nine months. But the executive team. But I wrote it off. So we're yeah, good. you wrote it off. I'm blessed to be able to do it. Yeah, but, totally, totally. You know, it's not worth. You know, you can't get blood from a turnip or stone, whatever. It is. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How the hell do they do that? Or uh, there was a turnip in it somewhere. Or a company that packed up moving trucks under the cloak of darkness and hit the road jack. Yeah, you know, it's important. You know, if there's certain lines I got to follow. I totally get it. And you've, you've done it. You've done it. Um, we've been doing that for how many? For quite some time. So we got really good at you navigating. Got, you have a lot of experience. We got, we got, good, at, we got at navigating uh, minefields. As long as my phone just start blowing up from like Donna Patton and some of the other folks, then, then I've kind of kept that line yeah, right, you're, right, you're right. Um, Chad Wood calls them. You remember when the Baltimore Colts left Baltimore with the Mayflower trucks under the cloak of darkness? Chad Wood says, these well, are the... Chad Wood says these are the Segura Colts. So, so, so let's quantify that. I'm a Jets fan, so I wouldn't give a darn about the Colts. So, Keith Smith, you are the man. I sincerely oh, love you. you. The show you. was un on fire. Thank you for the fan, man. That, that, that if made my day. If we get to your comment, we are at 11.45. The show literally is going 90 minutes right now. Um, and it oh, was well. fantastic. This is Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thanks, guys. Find it online at realtalkwithkeithsmith.com. Um, yeah. Did you take Segura off the partner stem? Oh, that was some time ago. A long ago. time ago. Okay. Long time All right. Ago. Thank goodness. All that right. A long time ago. A um, couple quick things. Programming things. Um, Monday, Mrs. Smith may be joining us. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we'd like to celebrate Fourth of July and I love talk, it. talk about that. So Monday, we're gonna we're gonna talk about her experience of of becoming a U.S. citizen and. As those who, who know the show and watch the show every 4th of July, Yona and I go to Monticello for that. Wednesday, I'm going to her funeral for a dear friend up in Arlington, uh, putting him to rest, uh, or her to rest, actually, I should say, um, in, uh, in Arlington. And then Friday, 
um, somehow or another, between today and all that, I've got to get this data ready for everybody for next Friday. He's the man. Keith Smith is who you want to call to navigate this market. Keith Thanks, Smith, guys. Jonas Smith, Judah Wickhauer. My name is Jerry Miller, archived at realtalkwithkeithsmith.com. The I Love Seville show in 45 minutes. So long. Great show. Yeah, man. I always I mean, have fun. Good.